podcast that introduces you to registered, clinical, and certified aromatherapists around the world. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm a holistic life coach and a registered aromatherapist. Join me every other week as we chat with aromatherapists and hear about their aromatic journeys and how they use essential oils in their lives and in their businesses. Welcome to our very first Aromatic Chat podcast episode. Today I'm going to be speaking with my friend Shannon Vichorek. She's an aromatherapist up in Canada, and I can't wait for you to hear about everything that she is doing with aromatherapy in her life and in her business. So welcome, Shannon. So where in Canada are you? Basically in the middle. I'm like an hour and a half north of the North Dakota-Montana border in Saskatchewan. Pardon my ignorance. Is Saskatchewan a large population of people? No, it's not. It's just over a million. Okay, for the whole province. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it is a fairly large land mass, but it's very, very sparse. And (laughs) And our city is maybe 200,000. Have you always lived in Saskatchewan? No, I lived in Montreal for 10 years. I lived in Banff for six months. And I'm just making an assumption here. Your husband's work brought you to Saskatchewan? I was born here and then still in Saskatchewan, but two hours north to university for a year. And then I went to Montreal and finished my degree there and stayed there for 10 years and then came back and met him here after I came back. And if I remember right from a previous conversation, he's a chiropractor? Yeah. Excellent. I wanted to give you just an opportunity to let everybody know what you're doing and and just kind of dive in a little bit. So tell us about who you are and how you got started in aromatherapy, the why behind the what. Well, I'm Shannon Bachorek, and I have three different hats, depending on which association you want to associate me with. I'm a, I'm a registered aromatherapist, essential oil therapist, and a certified aromatherapy health practitioner. So why? My why? I have MS. And so after I was diagnosed, I was no longer able to work. I was a translator, but that's just way too stressful and way too finicky work that I just no longer had the cognitive abilities to focus on that. So I wasn't working. And then I had this fantastic opportunity to take over somebody's established downline with an MLM. And I thought, oh, why not? Smells nice. And why not try to earn a little cash on the side? I was telling a naturopath friend about this and, oh, yeah, I'm putting this in my water. And it's really, you know, it kind of burns, but, you know, it's melting the fat, right? No, <laughs> it is not. So thanks to her, I, I realized that as much as essential oils have the power to heal, they have the power to harm as well. And so I thought, you know, I really, I really enjoy this, but I really want to do it properly and clinically and with education behind me. And so I started studying and went through for my certification and done going. What school did you go through, may I ask? It's called Quintessence Aromatics in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. More of an on-demand course. It's a 420-ish hour course. Most of it was self-led. But I had to do a one-week practicum up in Saskatoon to learn the massage component of it. Do you feel that, because this is a thing, you know, you go to school, people graduate, and then what do you do with that? Do you feel like they prepared you? It was kind of outdated. I became a member of the Canadian Federation of Aromatherapists, and I have been nominated to 
the board, but I really want to, you know, make sure that the education in Canada has is brought up to, honestly, I believe that it is at a higher standard than the States as it is to begin with, because our courses are all over 400 hours minimum. So right. I am passionate about, you know, making sure that people have the proper knowledge and the most current knowledge and that they can avoid going through the same path that I had. To go. So after you graduated, did you do a lot more studying on your own? Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah. So that's it. I joined CFA, joined the AIA to have all those continuing ed opportunities and the networking opportunities. Dr. Timothy Miller and his naturopathic CE is just like, yeah, so I got my certificate in paper, but my, my real learning started after that. Which I think if you talk to just about anyone, they'll, they'll say the same thing, regardless of what field they're in. Yeah, when I was a translator, sure, I, you know, studied how to like write and I did my English classes and my French classes. But when I got into the real world, it was like, oh, wait, hold on. So people come to you as a client, you listen to them, you work with them. What's the most common problem that you've seen that people come to you for? I think anxiety and stress and emotions, wanting to just calm down and relax. Yeah, stress is a huge problem. And I, you know, I always think America because that's where I'm from. It's a huge problem everywhere. And, and that was one thing. As a translator, the burnout rate was, I think, at seven years. And so I made it to 15, which is phenomenal. But I developed MS. And so that's one thing is like, I want to address how a stressful lifestyle can contribute to your physical health down the road. Well, making making that mind-body connection. What's going on in your mind is affecting your body. What's going on in your body is affecting your mind. It's all connected. Absolutely. What is the biggest or one of the biggest stumbling blocks in your business? All along, and I've let this affect me too much just blaming the MLMs and um, you know not being able to get a foothold into like no wait (laughs) I know what I'm talking about I was at a wellness expo once and uh, I was giving out little samples of of a pillow spray and some woman came along and asked me what oils I used I said well various brands you know depending on the therapeutic value and so on and so forth and she looked at it and she threw it back into the pile of samples like I only use blank 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 right marched off (laughs) so there's a lot of that but I'm slowly just pushing that away and and I'm having a lot more people coming to me with questions like oh I've been told this is this legitimate is this correct I'm finding that my education and my willingness to share my knowledge freely has helped me get over that people are starting to me as a legitimate voice. (laughs) Yeah, I think if you talk to most aromatherapists, they would say that that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks. But I think for me, what I try to remember is that they are salespeople and we are educators. And that's a big difference. They're selling a product and we're dispensing knowledge. We're actually not even in competition with each other if you look at it that way. No, exactly. So that's it. I have to put that out of my head and, and just you know, really focus on, no, this is what I do. So you live with MS. Uh, That's one of the biggest stumbling blocks in, in your path so far, or is there something else that's even bigger that you've had to overcome? No, I think it, and and I'm good with this now, but at first was the feeling of, you know, I no longer had a career and I no longer had 
you know, I have some friends that are really, they have some fantastic, impactful careers. And I felt like I'm not doing anything anymore. And so that was a hard pill to swallow, basically. But now I'm like, you want to be working 80 hours a week? No. <laughs> so I've, I, you know, I've come to terms with that. But it was, it was hard at first, you know, letting go of, I worked so hard for this one career and this one business and it's gone overnight, basically. That's hard because we, we place our identity in different places, right? Sometimes I, I identify as a mom. Sometimes I identify as a grandmom. Sometimes I identify as a aromatherapist. Sometimes I identify as a spouse. But when we put that much time and effort into a career, the career almost becomes how I actually identify myself as a career instead of as a human. Now we get down to the fun thing. What are your top three favorite essential oils or blends? Well, this is a question I always struggle with because I'm like, yeah. oh, it depends on the day. <laughs> I think bergamot, I reach for that one a lot because it just has so many different uses. It'll lift you up and put you out. And I really enjoy bergamot. And then so that can roll into one of my favorite blends is bergamot, lavender, and vetiver. Those three together. Are oh, just, yes. Palo Santo. Love, love, love. Like that's one oil. Everybody says that frankincense is the king of oils and all you need is frank. No, I think that Palo Santo is, that's the oil that does everything for you. What is it that you love about Palo Santo? I don't actually have any of the essential oil. Yeah, I, and I don't have the wood. I'd like to see I have the wood, but yeah. I don't have the oil. I like that. Oh, I love the smell. It's like sweet and woody and uh, it's so hard to describe, but it's just such a intricate smell. But I like that it does a lot. Like I had a, I had somebody come in for a massage and she was like, I have pain and I'm fighting with my husband and I have this and that and all different kinds of things. I'm like, well, it's just all you need is one oil for all these things that you're telling me. And so that's it. It's really, it's relaxing and it's, I don't get so much into the spirit spiritual but you know people will use it for meditation and well it's holy wood i so for prayer i'm assuming i i don't i haven't used it for that myself but there's that aspect to it maybe i'm getting that and i don't know that i am actually getting that but one time i was having pain and so i i thought it was something to do with ms and i was in the hospital and i had a little sample of palo santo from floracopia and it was just amazing and I lost it. I left, lost it in the hospital. I was just devastated, but it helped with the pain of my headache. And so it's in my headache blend now. Oh, that's amazing. So when things like that happened to me, I lost something very sentimentally valuable for me. And I, I just, I just, when that happens to me, I think, okay, that needed to be there for the next person. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. I'm like, please somebody pick it up. Don't just. They needed that. What uh, lights you up or gets you excited on a daily basis? On a daily basis. Professionally or personally even? Well, I'll say my son, he's nine, and he's funny, funny, funny. Yeah, I'm really grateful that we actually had this time, that he's been home for three months and that I have spent all this time with him because pretty quick it's going to be child. See you later. I don't want to hang out with you, Mom. So... I'm just really pleased that I have that in my life. Yeah. uh, I think September is going to be like kindergarten all over again. (laughs) Oh, after this amount of time together, probably. And just a word of encouragement. Not every kid does that to their mother. Okay. Some of them actually like hanging out. 
know. I hope so. Yeah, they do. All right. So what is your self-care routine looking like now? I know with, you know, the shutdown and everything, everything's gotten kind of crazy. Have you did your self-care routine? Are you doing anything new or what does your routine look like? I don't really have much of a routine. I always try to get into a routine and something always comes along, but I try to take moments. Um, There's somebody on, well, she's on Instagram and Facebook and she does these home workouts every day. And so I try to hit that. Taekwondo, I'm a black stripe and I was so close to my black belt before everything got shut down, but we still have some online courses Wednesday nights. And so I really enjoy doing that. I I hate to say this because this is going to (laughs) be, people are going to be like, no, no, no. But I'll stay up late when I can by myself and there's nobody around. And I just like have alone time late at night and I pay for it the next morning. But <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes that alone time is really needed. And if that's the only time you can get it, by play girl, stay up and do it. My husband likes to get up early in the morning and do that. So when nobody else is up, you know, when we had all four kids at home, he would get up at like 4 a.m. so that he could have that alone time. If, if nighttime's when you can get it, take it. So what are you working on right now that's got you really excited? Well, I recently started a subscription service called Essential Airmail. It's aromatherapy inhalers because I can't sell them retail without a whole bunch of red tape and so on and so forth, but I can sell them to clients one-on-one. I have launched that and I'm trying to, to get that going and so... Yeah, you get some nice, beautiful mail every month, a new inhaler every month that's tailored just for that person. And that's what I'm really excited about. I also have a course I'm trying to work on. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I understand that. Yeah. But it's been on my mind for a long time. Like I was in a in a clinic and I the massage therapist had gone for the day and she had all her oils oils that contain wintergreen and peppermint and which shouldn't be on anybody but sitting out all open (laughs) so I just want to create a course that's going to help massage therapists kind of be a little bit smarter with their oils that would be amazing I know there are some schools that focus on that but just having a small like CE course or something that people could Yeah. yeah that would be amazing yeah, and I've, I've spoken to a lot of massage therapists. And they're like, yeah, no, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, because I know uh, most most massage therapists have a a small little segment of essential oils in their training, but that's it. And if they want more, they have to go find that education. So that would be amazing. Yeah, and I would like to expand that outward because it's the same thing. My Well, my friend, the naturopath, She's like, oh, yeah, you know, a drop of peppermint on the roof of your mouth. I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, but, you know, that's what they learned in school. They got a couple of hours in naturopathic college. So that's it. I'd like to expand it to other practitioners. Oh, that would be amazing. So how could people find Essential Airmail? On my website, shannonbachorek.ca. So is that the best way for people to find you? I'm also on Facebook and Instagram or at Santesense, S-A-N-T-E-S-S-E-N-C-E. Okay, excellent. So just a couple of questions more. Where is your favorite place to create aromatherapy blends? I have it's a bonus room over top of our garage. I, I'm so lucky to have this whole big space. For... Okay, so for those who aren't familiar with aromatherapy, there's a few different ways to look at it. 
blending therapeutically, blending just for scent. What is, what's your take? Well, kind of a mix of both, but that's it. The average Joe wants the scent, but I, I want it to do something at the same time. Well, what I, I, always, I always warn people up front, I'm blending for therapeutic quality. We're going to yeah. try to make it smell good for you and what's appealing to you, but I, I look for therapeutic value more than anything. I did a massage once and I can't remember what it was like thyme, rosemary. It was like turkey based and basically. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this you need. <laughs> Hope you're hungry. <laughs> okay, and then one final question. What is the your favorite blend that you've created so far? I think it might be my pillow blend. It has a bunch of uh I can't rattle it off myself, but Bergamot, of course, and lavender, of course, for sleep. Marjoram. Yeah, those are all really nice, soporific. Um, and I and I I created it before I discovered Palo Santo, so it's not in there. <laughs> and that's okay. We all have our favorites, though, our go-to's for sure, like that top five, top ten list. Thank you, Shannon. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to Aromatic Chat. This is your host. Melissa, your holistic life coach and registered aromatherapist. I will see you in a couple of weeks with our next episode. Until then, peace, love, and aromatics.